Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Placing a trade shouldn't be complicated. It should be smooth as butter. The Fidelity app makes investing easy with zero commission U.S. stock and ETF trades, no account minimums, and fractional shares trading. Fidelity, where nothing comes between you and the trade. That's smooth. Download our app free from the App Store or Google Play. Sell orders are subject to an activity assessment fee from $0.01 cent to $0.03 cents per $1,000 of principal. No account minimums apply to retail brokerage accounts only. Fidelity Brokerage Services, LLC. Member NYSE SIPC. Hey folks, it's Lyle. Before we get into the episode, I wanted to talk to you guys about a new thing I'm doing where you can help support my lizard endeavors by becoming a premium member of this podcast over at therapygecko.supercast.com. Premium members or Gek Legends as I call them, will be able to get every new and existing episode of Therapy Gecko completely ad-free. You'll also get a bonus podcast episode once a month, a bonus live show episode once a month from all of the live shows I've been doing around the world, a members-only live stream once a month. Plus, you'll also support my ability to continue hopefully doing this podcast for a long time, doing it around the world, and also supporting my ability to occasionally go eat a slice of of pizza. Go to therapygecko.supercast.com or find the link in the episode description to become a Gek legend today. All right, let's get into the episode. Call from Mark. Hi, Mark. Hey, how's it going? Going okay. How's it going with you? Uh, it could be better. Okay. How could it be better? Um... Well, I, I had a rough day dealing with the uh, Veterans Administration medical folks, so that was irritating. Well, I'm glad you called because I know a lot about the Veterans Medical Association. A lot of old vets bitching and complaining. No, I was I was I was being a dick. But um, <laughs> what what uh, uh, what problem are you having with them? Oh, um. So I've been having um, issues with my knees since 2017, and I've been frustrated with the Army uh, when I was still in um, that they weren't taking it seriously. Um, and uh, weren't taking it seriously, and they didn't kind of give me the attention I wanted. And maybe I'm just kind of grasping for answers that aren't there. Um, I, I, I'm one of the very few people who in the army actually like to run. And when my knees started to hurt and the treatments they, uh, did on me, haven't had surgery yet. Um, uh, uh, didn't work out. I slowly reduced my running, reduced my running, reduced my running. And, that accompanied a little bit of weight gain and in general overall loss yeah. of fitness. And yeah. I, I felt, especially uh, being an officer, I wasn't, I wasn't giving, setting the best example for my guys. I was very fortunate that um, the army suspended the PT test as long as they did. Cause I don't know if I would have been able to make it. What do you, are you still in the, you, well, you said you're a veteran, so are you still, what are you doing I, now? I got out in August. Okay. What are you, what are you doing now? Are you retired? Yeah, sort of. I mean, uh, retirement in the military has a very specific connotation, and I'm not retired, but um, my compensation from the VA uh, is almost equivalent. Okay. Um so you have a you have uh, compensation from the the Veterans Association. I'm gonna assume that's what VA stands for. Administration. Uh, administration. Okay, I was close. I got the V, but not the A. An no association worries. and an, an association, by the way, and administration. I feel like are pretty similar. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Um, what 
what so so you don't really so so how long how long are those checks going to be coming in for um unless i get convicted of fraud theoretically for life but again congress can do whatever they want if the american people stop giving the love they have been since 9-11 to veterans and the electorate changes that can change but for the foreseeable future i've got that money coming in okay um well, that's good. What? So, all right. So, what do you do with your time then, if you don't, uh, if you're not working? Um, that's a good question. I've uh, been a little bit of a shut-in. I do have something cooking. I'm trying. I'm applying to a Japanese language school in Japan. I want to get. Oh. I've got a little bit of Japanese knowledge, but it's pretty pitiful, and I've been Sugoi. wanting to study. Hide. See, I see. I don't know what that means. What does hide mean? Hi. It means. Uh, oh, yeah. hi. Oh, hi. 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 Yes. Yes. Hi. 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 Um, that's cool, man. That's cool. So you're you're you're. Are you like um? So are you are you applying to go do that in Japan? Yes. Um, we we had a little bit of a mix up with the school for an interview. So I accidentally missed the first interview. They've scheduled a second one. So I was not happy uh, when I realized I'd gotten the wrong date. Um, especially when I was very careful to confirm the time difference. And then I just completely missed that. They shifted it, shifted the day when they sent me a zoom link. Hmm. Um, so is this uh, this uh, Japanese language school thing? Is it is it part of uh, is it is it a veteran thing or is it just like a uh, you know a, a random kind of uh, unrelated Japanese school? It, the the latter. It's kind of a it's a for profit school. I wouldn't be able to pay for it with the VA, but I that's one of the things I do have going for me. I have no debt, and I have between retirement accounts and just. Uh, brokerage accounts. I have about a hundred thousand dollars in just straight, like fairly liquid uh, assets. Again, nice. you know the economy takes a dump. It's going to be less, but nice, nice. Um, and you're going to use that to to pay for this Japanese school. Yeah. Hmm. Um. Now, are you hoping to like, uh, like? stay in japan at all i i don't think so especially when i was in the army i got to go to korea and europe but one of the things like a every for the audience when cnn is freaking out about north korea ignore it <laughs> when the whole trump business was going down i was getting blackout drunk in the middle of seoul it, nobody in South Korea cares. North Korea has been mm -hmm. going on. Anyways, tangent. But I, I've always said um, I, I'd like to live overseas for a year or two. And yeah. I, I think, you know, the living in Japan thing is a dream. Um, and I visited there twice, and they've got some problems I don't think people realize. I, I met Japanese Nazis both times I visited Tokyo. Japanese Nazis. It's more common than you would think. Huh. Were they like official? I, I, I mean, I guess I don't know how official a Nazi can be, but what uh, what so, made them Japanese Nazis? So the first time it was a far right um, march, like a fairly good number. Fortunately, most were middle middle aged or older, but carrying signs that essentially said "expel the foreigners," you know, mm -hmm. uh, restore the emperor. Um, and, uh, you know, essentially remilitarize Japan. By foreigners, do they mean like, like Americans coming over there? No, they mean literally everyone who isn't the purest of the pure Japanese. Oh, okay. Okay. So it's, um, go ahead. No, you go ahead. Um, uh, so it's, it's even people like the, there's a large Korean, um, minority within Japan that has been historically treated 
very, very, very poorly. And mm-hmm. I remember hanging out with um, at a Japanese bar and just hearing a Japanese local say some incredibly offensive things about Koreans. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Okay. And this, and this, uh, when, how long were you in Japan for when you were? So the this? first time I went, so the first time I went for about two weeks, and the second time I was. It was super cool. I landed the day they opened up to individual tourists. So I got interviewed on Japanese TV, which was kind of neat. I spent about a that month and a half just bebopping around Japan. I actually met an atomic bomb survivor in Nagasaki. That was wild. Oh, that is wild. Was he like a... When, when did the Nagasaki bomb drop? That was August of 1945. Wow. How old was was this guy? Dude was 96, so he's a teenager. Wow. I I can't remember if he worked in the Mitsubishi factory, but he handed me a little card with his story. Essentially, his boss was like, hey, we need you to walk to Site B. Walked over to Site B, was walking right behind a pillar, and the bomb went off, and he was like one of two people from either sites to survive. Wow. Um. Okay, so you're there for two weeks, and you're thinking about. And so, if you went back for this language school, how long would mm-hmm. you go for? Um, so the maximum I could get the visa is about one year, nine months. But I figure um, at least a year. And again, living and work or living in Japan, and I have the option to have a part time job. I really want to be able to really increase my command of uh, Japanese. Um, and if I get to a certain point where I'm like, Hey, I can watch my anime without subtitles and read my manga untranslated, like that's gravy. So, um, I'm also kind of curious, what's your like family friend situation right now? Would you be going to, like, if you went to Japan, would you be abandoning, you know, anyone here? Would you still be able to have like a, uh, a support system going on? Would you have people there? What's the deal? Um, so I'm single. I don't really have any brothers or sisters in the local area. I currently am. I don't really have any friends. Um, my best friend, uh, lives in a different time zone already, although Japan will complicate that a fair deal. And, um, no real attachments. Um, it's, it's been frustrating since I left the house at 22. I've moved on average about moved or deployed on average about every year of my life since then. So Mm. relationships and uh, friends have been difficult. Um, Is that like a big struggle in your life? Uh, Yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, I still talk to my best friend um, who I've been friends with since middle school. But again, like he's got a wife, he's got a kid on the way, you know, life's taken elsewhere. He works remote, so he's he and I can talk on Discord while he plays RuneScape while he's quote unquote working. So you've been uh, like moving every year since you were twenty two. Yeah. Is it okay if I ask how old you are now? Uh, I'm thirty. Okay. Yeah. Do you? Hmm. And when you move, do you have a, a an easy time making friends and like finding community where you go? Um, I mean, the the army is sort of like community, just add alcohol. Um, but it's one of those things. As soon as you move away, you might, and especially as an officer, um, it, it's a little. It, especially when I got to be a captain, it became very cutthroat. Um, and I, by about four years in, I was like, I don't think I'm going to make this a career. So I did something. There's a game and you must play it. So like going to the uh, the senior officer's house and being like, oh, beautiful house or like lovely reception. Um, but the whole thing of like, why do we need to delay this guy's orders? I'm like, he needs to get his family in order. And it's like, oh, it's okay. like, yeah, all right, sir. Don't care. Well, I think I think moving to Japan would be exciting. 
Uh, well, I guess you weren't even talking about moving. You were just talking about going there for a year and nine months. Um, yeah, I think I think it'd be cool, and it's something I actually want to do. Like a, another benefit I have is a full GI bill, so that's three years of school within the United States or even outside. And like I told everybody on my way out, my plan is to get an MBA and do this and do this, and I'll be at a Fortune 500 company, you know, and put that all on paper. And when it's just like, please let me go. Do you what's do you have an ultimate dream or goal of any, of some kind? I mean, yeah, be a billionaire and have a uh, um, a super villain style uh, uh, lair laid into a mountain in an abandoned salt mine that has apocalypse proof uh, storage and all that stuff. Ambitious, yes, I like that. Hmm. Um. I don't know. I'm thinking. I'm thinking about you right now because uh, it's cool that you've 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 been able to withstand like moving uh, every year of your life, and it sounds as though you know it's been difficult, but that you've found uh, good stuff every time you do it. It's inspiring to me. It's it's one of those things where. Um, it's been tough, but there's like some folks, um, that like, I met somebody in Ohio who the furthest they'd ever been away from home was 60 miles, like over the border to Indiana. And I was just like, I've been literally all over the world and I'm saying you need to do that. But if you hate your podunk town, maybe it's time to firebomb your apartment and just drive. I feel like you would get in trouble if you firebombed your apartment. Yeah, probably would. But it's a nice fantasy. What is your name again? Uh, Mark. And Mark. Uh, how should I address you, uh, Mr. Forever, Lyle, Mr. Gecko? You can call me whatever you want, man. Thanks right. for talking to me about all this stuff. This is all fascinating. It makes me think about... I don't know. That's what I really like about doing this uh, show is I feel like I get to learn about uh so many people's lives and how they deal with whatever the fuck is going on with them and uh you know i appreciate you talking about all this oh yeah no worries i appreciate you picking up the phone is there anything else you want to say to the people of the computer before we go um uh don't trade options kids on uh your uh day trading app and the best thing you can do recommended by Warren Buffett is a low cost uh S&P 500 index fund. Have a good day. Words to live by. Thank you man. Appreciate it. Bye. Hi. Hi. Hi, who is this? My name's Rain. What's going on, Rain? How you doing? You know, I'm I'm all right. I just um <laughs> Found out that I didn't get a job that I really wanted, so I'm a little bummed. What was the job? A dog trainer. A dog trainer. Yeah. Um, what were you trying to train the dogs to do? (laughs) All kinds of things, but um, you know, most basic obedience and stuff like that. Okay. Um, is it uh, is it wrong to train dogs? Like, should we just let them? misbehave because that's in their nature you know it's actually not so dogs love to work Mm. yeah so Mm. dogs love to work um and so if you give them like purpose it kind of helps them to to grow more personality and kind of share more of a bond with their owners so it actually helps a lot I feel like, uh, 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 by the way, I, 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 you know, appreciate. It sounds as though what you're saying comes from like an educated place, but <laughs> anecdotally, anecdotally, I have a dog. Mm. That's my parents' dog. It's not my dog, but uh, and that dog does not like to work. That dog likes to sit and do absolutely nothing <laughs> as much as she possibly can. Um, oh. Would she? Would she be happier if she worked? Pro- uh, probably. Yeah. 
I mean, I've, I, you know, I, I um, spend lots of time sitting around doing absolutely nothing, and I'd probably be happier if I spent it uh, going on walks or trying to, uh, you know, build they, a church or whatever. Yeah, that's what they say is, like, doing things like walking and stuff helps with, like, your mental health and stuff. But I, mm-hmm. I, I don't personally do it myself. <laughs> mm-hmm. I myself am just a little bit lazy, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So you did – why are you – so you're upset that you didn't get this job. How many different um, do- – it sounds like dogs are, like, your thing. How many different dog jobs did you apply for? I've applied for quite a few. So I currently work at um, – a big chain store as a trainer but um it's kind of the worst job i've ever ever experienced not the, the job that i do i love training and i love teaching people and helping them with their dogs but um i definitely uh have applied for many many positions for training at like like big like board and train places that are um, a little bit more professional than i would say a pet smart is Okay. In what way is not to put pet smart on blast, but in what way are they unprofessional? Managers. The managers. Oh, okay. They're they're not very they like to, to pick on everyone and they kind of are just not very good people. And I've been a manager before, so like like I was a retail manager beforehand and um, I've done all kinds of things, honestly. I was a stripper at one point. Um, <laughs> but, you know, so I have definitely met better managers in my days. And these managers are just they're almost evil, I would say. Evil, you say? Well, honestly, I'll, I feel like it. Okay, well, how do you feel like they're evil? Well, my one boss, she just seems to to find every little thing and point it out, but in the worst way possible. So she'll make you feel like you are worthless when she's yeah. done talking to you. And it's just not, you know, I was a manager before, and the way you handle talking to people is not making them feel like they're the worst thing in the world. Mm-hmm. Sounds so like, did, you, did I, I just hear a dog bark? <laughs> yeah, I've got four of them. That sounds. That sounds. If you if you told me you had four dogs, I'd hire you for any kind of dog <laughs> training thing. I feel like that's objective evidence that you know how to take care of dogs. Um, okay. Why do you? You know. You know. You know. Why do you? Why do you think this um, person fucking is so evil to you? Honestly, I think she's unhappy. Yeah. I think she's overall unhappy in her daily life, uh-huh. and thinks that it's something that she just doesn't know how to help herself with and I think that the way she handles it is just by pinpicking people who she just doesn't like and I'm very I will say I'm very I stand up for myself so I will never work in a place where I think that um you know I I I, that I can't stand up and say hey that's not right so I'm Uh very open and I'll tell her things like hey this isn't okay and because I do that, and because I bring up, like, issues that she's not handling because she just wants to let it ride, you know, and just kind of ignore it, um, because I bring up the issues that she kind of dusts under the rug, I don't think she is very happy about that. And so she takes a lot of shots at me. I got a recent uh, okay. write-up for being unorganized. You got a write-up for being unorganized. All right, so she's unhappy. So she starts, you know, taking it out on other folks. Uh, and you're then that makes you unhappy. So you're like, oh, I'm not going to put up with this shit. So you tell her that she's doing so, she's fucking up and that just pisses her off. So yeah. she starts to do more things that you uh, are not fond of. Exactly. Uh-huh. Um, yeah. d- are you still at this job? I am. Yeah, I, I love the people I teach and the, the classes that I do so like I go in and I I really try to focus on on the pet parents and the dogs who come in to see me and specifically me um, which is why it's so hard to leave because I still have classes that are going on right now you know so it's like mm-hmm. one of those things where it's really difficult to just pick up and leave all your your people who you're kind of teaching and helping 
you know, mm -hmm. these people have mm -hmm. dogs who are aggressive or, you know, jumpers or n just overall like anxiety and stuff. And one of my big things is to help teach dogs who came from like the shelter, you know, who have a rough life and who have all those behavioral issues. That's my big passion is to help those guys. And so it's really hard for me to just walk out of this job because, you know, I have those those connections to those people. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, uh, what's your name again? Rain, just like the rain. Rain, rain. Look, I look. If I could tell you this, um, uh, it sounds as though you, um, I mean, clearly you have a passion for dogs. Um, mm -hmm. and look, I feel like even if you didn't get this one job, I think, uh, that passion for dogs will lend you into something. I mean, there's at least, look, there is at least 10,000 dogs. <laughs> so there's probably at least, how many dog, how many, do, work with me here. How many dog jobs do you think there are per amount of dogs that exist in Ooh. the world there's gotta be a good amount compared to the dogs i feel okay but around the world i feel like it's mm -hmm. hard because some pop impoverished places or places like korea or um places where they sell dog meat and stuff like that like it's yeah. really hard so I feel and, like I, and 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 i assume and i assume when you say that you want a a, do a, a, a job with dogs selling dog meat is not yeah Hard pass one on of those. That. Okay. All right. So not in. All right. So we're not including those dog jobs. No. Definitely. Technically, those are technically those are dog jobs. They're not the ideal ones. You're but right. Under, <laughs> but undeniably, they are they are do, they are jobs working with dogs. Anyway. <laughs> Very true. I would say um, there's a good amount compared to the amount of dogs that there are. Mm -hmm. You know, there's vets, there's trainers, um, there's dog sitters, there's groomers. So yeah. I mean, listen. I'm sure you'll. I am. I am. Uh, uh, I guess just from talking to you, I, I'm pretty confident you'll be able to find uh, a a job that involves dogs that doesn't involve, um, you know, killing them and selling them. <laughs> yeah. And, and, and involves the opposite. In fact, involves the opposite. Involves, involves taking care of them so that they do not die. Yeah. Um, That's my goal. So I, to rescue. I, I, so I think you'll be okay. But I don't know. Thanks. I, I needed have, to I give no... that. Okay, good. Good. My boyfriend's um, really good at supporting me too, and he's he's kind of came and helped me when I got home and was feeling down. That's nice. What is, does he also does he does he also do dog stuff? No, he's a, a district manager. Okay, cool. Well, listen, Rain. <laughs> is there anything uh, else that you would like to say to the people at the computer before we go? Honestly, thank you so much for answering. This is I've called. Thousands of times, I must have. The last time you were on stream, I called at least 400 times. So thank you for answering. Um, for sure. <laughs> uh, adopt and, you know, love dogs, love all animals and give them a shot. And uh, go to your local shelter and uh, see if you can help someone out. And don't forget about the senior dogs. They need love, too. That's thank my you for calling, Rain. Thank you. Oh, sorry. I you know I hate the um I don't like the tiny I don't like tiny dogs I don't like the little ones I don't those are those even dogs at that point like I don't like the I hate to be um biased against you know I hate the little ones with the with the crap in their eyes with like the little white ones I mean they can exist but I don't I don't like them I don't like them so much, I wouldn't even eat one. All right, let's move on. Hey, folks, this episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. Therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. And if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. BetterHelp is a convenient, flexible, affordable, and entirely online option for therapy with video, voice, and texting chat options with a licensed therapist that can be done completely at your own pace and on your own schedule. You don't need to leave your house. You don't need to sit in traffic. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with one of several therapists on the platform. You can switch therapists at any time for no additional charge until you find one that works for you. And you can communicate with your therapist as often as you want and whenever you feel it's needed. 
It's never a bad idea to find someone qualified to talk to about your issues and get some guidance on them. Learn to make time for what makes you happy by visiting BetterHelp.com Gecko today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Gecko. Hey folks, this episode is sponsored by Prize Picks. Football season may be over, but the action on the basketball court is heating up. Whether it's tournament season or the fight for playoff home court, there's no shortage of high-stakes basketball moments this time of year. Get in on the excitement with Prize Picks, America's number one fantasy sports app, where you can turn your hoops knowledge into serious cash. Personally, Prize Picks graciously set me up with an account for myself. I made some picks for the NBA, and I did make a little extra money, which I, of course, put safely away in a high interest savings account. Just kidding, I used it to buy candy. And you can get extra candy money too. Download the Prize Picks app today and use the code GECKO for a first deposit match of up to $100. That's the code GECKO for a first deposit match of up to $100. Pick more, pick less. It's that easy. Call from Mouth. Hello? <laughs> Hey, Lyle. What's up? How you doing, man? What's going on? Nothing much. I'm just sitting on the couch watching my wife play Animal Crossing. Dude, you sound like you just did a whip it right now. <laughs> I did not. I promise. Have we ever talked before? One time, long, long ago, and you were getting raided, and I was telling you the story about one of my shitty neighbors, um, and you were very tired. Oh. Well, I'm not tired right now. I'm full of energy and ready to accept whatever it is you have you have called in to tell me. Nice. I, uh... I you don't have, have anything to tell pretty, me, do you? No, I do. I do. Okay, I have a pretty stressful right. job. Oh, yeah? My wife's pregnant. I have a 21-month-old baby. And I don't get a lot of time to fuck around and do stupid stuff like I used to. What kind of stupid stuff did you used to do? I go out in the middle of the woods, go out in the middle of nowhere for like ten hours or so, just wake up super early, get really far out there, and just have nothing around or things like that. <laughs> um Okay, let's see. You have a wife and children. And mm -hmm. unfortunately, your wife and children have impeded your ability to go out deep into the woods alone for 10 hours and fall asleep with nothing. <laughs> yeah, no, but it's okay. It's good. But I found something new. Did that you really bring enjoyed. a did you bring a sleeping bag or was it just just you? I would have a firearm and a GPS tool. In the backpack with some goodies. If I wouldn't sleep, I'd just go walk around. Hmm. I mean, have you ever... Do you know what camping is? I do know what camping is, yes. Okay. Some people take their families camping, which is yeah. a version of what you did. I could do that, but I'd try to take a pregnant person camping would seem like they wouldn't enjoy it much. They're in constant discomfort. Uh, okay, so you have a 21. How old are you? I'm 33. Nice. Okay. You're like a, you're, you seem, you seem like a healthy, normal adult man. You kind of seem like the guy that would pop up if I Googled man and went to Google images. <laughs> uh, I, maybe. I guess it depends. Do you consider but yourself a healthy adult man? Mm. I, I guess so. Okay. I'm pretty, my job is stressful and I just, I, I don't sleep much and that's, I guess that's all normal stuff though, so yeah. Well, uh, what do you do for work? I am a veterinarian. You're a veterinarian? Yeah. So you're, dude, you're, th yeah, you know, I wouldn't sleep too if my job was to kill dogs all day. <laughs> That's your job, right? It's to kill dogs all day. That is a part of it. Tell me honestly, how many... Okay, 
Because I know the the whole idea of a veteran is if you're is you're supposed to save dogs, right? True. Uh, on a daily basis, how many dogs do you kill, and how many dogs do you save? I guess kill would be zero to four. Okay. Save. I, I uh, define. I guess define save like uh, something's dying and then stop it from dying. Yes. I did that today. That was fun. Okay. Did you kill any dogs today? I did. How many dogs did you kill? One. So you really didn't do anything today? Zero. Net zero. Does it work like that in your brain? Like, at the end of a day, do... For every dog you save, does that negate a dog that you kill? Or are those, like, two just separate things in your brain? Oh... You gotta put points up on the scoreboard. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Uh, I I don't even see it as killing something. It's like uh, this thing is suffering so immensely. It's like a mercy. That's hardcore. You know what? That's what Thanos thought too when he was snapping people away. Oh my god! I explained the the plot line of Thanos to my dad one time, and and he said, "Oh, that makes sense." <laughs> <laughs> Bro, that's the thing. I feel like that's how half the people who see that movie come out. They kind of yeah, get it. Yeah, that, that, that would work. I'm not going to say I don't get what Thanos was going for. I don't think it was a good... I don't think in practice it was a good idea, but, you know, I get what he was going for. The theory is good. It's sound. Um. Okay. So, I mean, yeah, dude, you kill dogs for a living. You're going to be stressed out and not sleep. But my wife on Easter bought our baby this bubble set and it makes these fucking gigantic bubbles and it has inspired something in me and now if I'm not making bubbles I'm spending at least two hours a day thinking about making bubbles what do you like so much about the bubbles the (laughs) the bubbles uh, they're huge, first off. And then when you're making them with, like, this two sticks and a string, you get a look inside of them, and they're, like, amorphous, and they got this kind of – they're kind of alive when they're that size, and they wobble around, and they get really long, and they snap into these little – not little, but gigantic circles, and they're just kind of floating around. And it is, it is so fun to see. Mm. It's, like, relaxing. Mm. You've You've regressed – into a childlike state of wonder. <laughs> Dude, I researched making my own bubble solutions to make bigger bubbles that last longer. That's awesome. What, what did you find? Glycerin. It's like a plant-based hand moisturizing thing. I bought like a gallon of it on Amazon. I mix it with normal bubble solution. You can put cornstarch in there. You let it sit overnight. And then you, I have a park next to my house, and there's a big grass field with a hill next to it. And I stand on top of that hill, and I just launch these gigantic bubbles out into the ether. That's kind of awesome. It sounds, you sound like you have a good life. Yeah, I do, I think, yeah. You kill dogs and have a baby and <laughs> blow bubbles. That sounds chill. <laughs> It sounds like you, again, you seem like a normal, healthy adult male. And me, at least in my eyes, man. At least in my eyes. I don't, I'm not hearing anything dire from you. And I'm not saying that to minimize the issues. I'm saying that to hopefully make you see the same thing. Yeah, 100%. I want to take my bubble wand and everything. And I want to sit outside of a music festival and just make these gigantic bubbles for people who are tripping. And just watch the enjoyment on their face, and that's my dream right now. That sounds awesome, man. I like that. You ever take it to a music festival? No, before? I just got or into it on Easter. Idea? Just on Easter, nice. I got it. Yeah. Uh, I ragged like on my a... wife, too. You what on your wife? I was making fun of her, because I was like, oh, Jesus, did he, he was born today, came alive. She's, like, born Catholic, but she's, like, not really religious. 
so she tries to do these religious holidays for our kid, and I, I make fun of it. And then I spent the entire goddamn day playing with her Easter bubble. That's awesome, man. Do you do you blow? Uh, I know you have like a little baby. Do you ever blow bubbles at him? Oh yeah, she she like uh, will grab the sticks out of my hands, and she'll make bubbles too, and that's a lot of fun to see. Oh, that's great, man. That's cool. Um, what do you call your new? You get that's the cool thing about inventing stuff. You get to name it. What have you called your new bubble solution? Oh my god, I haven't. I call it bubble juice, actually bubble juice, but that's not. That's more of just a descriptor, if anything. Dude, what if you injected that shit into a dog and it saved the dog? Oh, I, I, I highly doubt that. Dude, what if you injected it into a dog and it make it would like make dogs float? Like Willy Wonka and the juice and the yeah, uh, like Willy Wonka and the juice. juice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I scream at the dog for stealing it from me. Yeah. Man, look, I, I know that you miss going on 10-hour walks in the woods, but <laughs> I, just from an outsider looking in, I think your life has improved since then. You're probably right. You know what they don't tell you about having a kid? Tell me. This constant guilt that I feel like I could be doing so much more. Sounds like you're doing a lot, man. What do you think more you could be doing? I'm not sure. I don't know. I work four days a week. I hang out with her one day a week and on the weekends. My parents take care of her else the rest of the time. My wife is working. I feel like there's always stuff more to do. Oh no. Well, like, like what, like, because you know, look, man, if you can't think of anything, don't don't drive yourself crazy over it. What what else do you want to do? Like, if I have to, if I have to do something on our weekday hangout day, and I have to take her to my parents' house, I that's time that I should be spending with her, but I'm busy doing something else or if I want to do something fun and my wife watches her for a bit and I go do something or my parents watch her for a bit I feel like uh, you know there's always like a PC that's like ah you suck oh is this you want to do more for yourself no 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 more for the baby more for the baby um well here's the thing I think you have uh a a long well, I mean this baby's only 21 months old isn't it exciting you won't be able to say you, you can just start using years soon you won't have to do the months thing That's I true. never understood the months thing anyway you have this baby's only fucking two alright you got yep. you got uh several several more years to make <laughs> contribution and then the other one ain't even born yet, so you haven't even you haven't even had like you're beating yourself up. Hold on, I have to sneeze. Achoo! Fuck, you're beating yourself <laughs> up. Like my wife. <laughs> you're beating yourself up over shit well, that you even haven't that. even had the opportunity to do yet. You're beating yourself up for not contributing enough to the life of a baby that has not even been born yet. Yeah, Give yourself no, a no break. You know, it's not even beating myself up. It's just like a little nag, like like a like a like a little ringing, and you think about it sometimes. And then you blow bubbles, and everything floats away. Some people, um, I don't know if this has happened in your office. Some people they have a baby, and then they just abandon it on the door of a vet's office, and oh my god, have the vet take in the baby. Some people just abandon their children in dumpsters and never speak to them again. I want you to make I want you go ahead and make that your new make that your baseline, right? I haven't abandoned her. You have not abandoned you did not throw your baby in the garbage. Oh god. That's your baseline. 
Dude. Right there. Is there something else that happens when you have a baby? Tell me. I don't know if this is for everybody. Your OCD comes out. Like, I have this OCD. I used to have it when I was a kid where I would knock on wood constantly. If I had, I had like, intrusive thoughts, knock on wood, knock yeah. on wood, oh, knock yeah, on wood. Yeah. Fucking Christ, dude. The first two months she was born, I feel like I had blisters on my knuckles just from knocking on wood, knocking on wood, intrusive thoughts. There's a knife on the counter. What if it tumbles off the counter? Impales her. Knock on oh, yeah. What if this happens? You drop her. Permanent, you know, just the, Oh, yeah. It's like, oh, my oh, God. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I know, right? Because it's like when you're, when, you're just, when you're just a guy, it's like all you got to worry about is yourself and, any, and like all the bad things that could possibly happen to you. And then you fall in love. You get you. married. You're like, all right, now oh. there's me and all the bad things that could possibly happen to my wife. Oh. And then you have two oh. kids and it's like, oh, man, here's all the bad things that could happen to two of my kids and my wife and me. I mean, it's crazy. It's I feel like everything I just said is making yourself. it worse, but I, I understand what you're talking about fully. When you're by yourself, it doesn't matter. Like if I stumble upon a cougar out in these woods, I'm just going to deal with it and whatever happens, happens. And now it's like, I don't want to go there. <laughs> well, I think you're a great dad. You're making fucking bubble solution for your children, man. Give yourself a break, okay? You're a good guy. You're a good dad. You didn't abandon your children. You care mm-hmm. about whether or not they're impaled by knives. Oh, You're doing good, man. Thanks, dude. You're doing good, too. Oh, I saw man. you in San Diego. That was pretty fun. Oh, you did? Yeah, it was good. Well, yeah. Did did we meet? Did you did you do the meet and greet line thing? I I did and do the meet and greet line. I had the skedaddle afterwards. Damn. Well, I'm glad I got to finally talk to you. Yeah, it was a fun show. It was cool. I had a good time. That club is is awesome. Shout out, Mike Drop Comedy. Do you feel? I've been meaning to ask you this too. Do you feel that the people who are willing to step on stage versus the people who are willing to call in anonymously? are vastly different human beings. I have gotten what I believe I have gotten very lucky in doing these live shows that the people who come on stage that like like almost every time the people who come on stage they're not just like you know whatever looking for attention or mm. um sh- or being like oh I'm on the show hey this is it they're like be like everyone's being themselves. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. That's yeah, what I. Yeah. That's why. That's why I love about the folks who come out to the shows and just the general vibe I get from the people who listen to me is like very genuine people. Like they're not performing, you know. <laughs> they're just like being. They're they're really being themselves out there, which is a hard thing to fucking do in a situation like oh, that. Oh yeah, I can. I'm, ama- I'm amazed at every show that people are, you know, uh, being being so genuine like that. It's really cool. Yeah. So, I don't know if that yeah. answers your question, but it does. They they really open up. What is your name again? Mouse. That's my that's my fake name. <laughs> Mouse. Yeah, my cat. He died. My name name is Mousetrap. Oh, well, Mouse. It was good talking to you, man. Uh, I hope Thanks, you. Uh, I, w- one of these days, I hope you realize that you're a good dad. You've been putting in a lot of work, and I hope you reward yourself with one of your weird ten hour walks with a gun. <sighs> Yeah, that would be good. Maybe. That'd be fun. Is there anything else you want to say to the people at the computer before we go? Mm, no, I'm satisfied. I'm happy. Have fun, everybody out there. Be safe. Hey, you take care, Mouse. Thank you, man. Later, buddy. Hey, folks. This episode is sponsored by funlove.com. Oh, yeah. That's right. We have finally gotten a coveted sex toy marketplace sponsorship. And boy, does this place have it all. Funlove.com is your place to go for vibrators, lingerie, BDSM bondage stuff if you're into that, penis pumps, cock rings, chastity belts. Go crazy, folks. Explore new possibilities, pleasure zones, and find your vibe at funlove.com. 
Funlove.com is a leading online retailer of sensual health and wellness products, offering a wide array of premier brands of toys, lingerie, and accessories. And for a limited time, Therapy Gecko listeners can save 30% off their first order by entering the code GECKO at checkout. Go to funlove.com and use the code GECKO at checkout to save 30% off your first order. Visit funlove.com today and make a horny purchase. Hey folks, this episode is sponsored by Liquid Death. What is Liquid Death? It might look like a beer or some kind of crazy energy drink, but it's not. Liquid Death is a healthy beverage brand that makes mountain spring water, low-sugar sodas, and low-sugar iced teas. I've been trying to cut down on my sugar this year, and Liquid Death sodas and teas have been super helpful as they are sweetened instead by agave. Liquid Death is bringing death to single-use plastic bottles with their infinitely recyclable cans. Liquid Death also donates a portion of profits from every can sold to help kill plastic pollution. You can get free shipping of Liquid Death's Mountain Water, Flavored Spring Water, and Iced Tea 8-Packs with Amazon Prime, or grab a can or a case at your local 7-Eleven, Target, Walmart, Whole Foods, or on Instacart. Go to liquiddeath.com gecko to check out all their healthy, infinitely recyclable beverages and find your closest retailer. That's liquiddeath.com gecko. Liquiddeath.com gecko. Lyle. Hi, who is this? This is Gwen. What's up, Gwen? Okay. Wow, this is really the first time I've tried to call in. That's crazy. Um, Gwen, what, really quick, Gwen, what year were you born? 2003. <laughs> How old does that make you? 20. 20 years old. Okay, what's going on, Gwen? Okay. I, beginning of last year, started to have a conniption where I started to, for the first time, start randomly having moments where I feel like I'm not on the right path. And it's fucking me up. Okay, last year you had a conniption, like you had a medical, is, is a conniption a medical term? You had a, you had like a, your brain went weird. That's what a conniption yeah. is, right? I'm using it medically, but okay. yes. Um, okay, so your brain went weird and um, you feel like you're not on the right path? Correct. Oh, what? Uh, tell me, what path are you on? Okay. I'm taking the, the typical route. I'm going to college, and then I'm getting a job. Okay. And, like, I'm studying journalism currently, and I always have wanted to be a journalist. But now that I'm here, I'm a, I'm a sophomore. Okay. When I was a freshman, I was so passionate about it. Uh-huh. Beginning of last semester, I think I started to, uh, like, more cha- more obstacles were added. Like, I wasn't just doing school. Like, I like I had an actual job. I had a new relationship. And I'm, like, trying to balance all of those with also being social. And I think that is what made me start questioning everything that I was doing in a way. That inspired the connect. You just trying to live a balanced life inspired a conniption it did but because before i wasn't balancing so many things and then it was just like it was just chaos yeah i'm doing much this semester but unpacking last semester is troublesome well life's a fucking i mean it's crazy how many things you're apparent i don't i don't know how to be a normal human being um because I don't like my apartment has fucking dust bunnies on it and shit. But like the the checklist of a normal of of what the societal normal human being is, right? Whatever, educated with a job and a relationship and you know laundry done and friends and you know reads the news, whatever. It, like like completing everything on the uh, uh, supposed societal 
totem, whatever the fuck, is hard. You know, doing everything, balancing all these things you're talking about is, is difficult. It is. Um, all right, so, but you said you were having trouble with it last year and you're not having trouble with it this year. What, tell me about the present. Yeah. So, currently, I feel like I, I need to have some kind of like, uh, I need to start doing internships and stuff. Okay. For my major. In order to have like a job after college, I need internships. But in order to get internships, they want me to have previous experience. And I feel like it's just this never-ending cycle of, like, like, fuck. What tell me, what do you, what is, like, do you have an ultimate goal uh, for, like, what do you want? You Okay, you said you were into journalism. Are you still into journalism? Yeah. I am still into journalism. I got a little radio show. I write for, like, the school newspaper. And it's mm -hmm. lit, and I enjoy it, but I definitely don't write for the newspaper as often because it's such a, um, it feels like such a task. But I mean, writing isn't all journalism. It. Okay. So, do you um, what is what do you ultimately like want to? Do you have like a career in mind that you would like to pursue, or like a dream? Yeah, I think I I definitely want to do something involving like media, like media and analysis for or analyst and um, working with social media of people's companies. Like, I think that's what I want to do. A media, what is a media, anal, what does a media analyst do? They like analyze how, how companies are properly using their social media to okay. be able to, you know, support business. I thought I for a two, for a second, I thought you were going to say they analyze media and I was going to go, you know what? That makes <laughs> a lot of sense. Um, I, I, have, I, I don't, I, I try not to, give advice because but this i feel like i have i feel like i have good advice for this lane so i will okay. advise i will advise okay. um i actually i'm gonna i'm about to make your life um worse because i'm gonna t tell you to do things <laughs> and and you the whole crux of this call was that you were doing too many things so um this is not gonna help or maybe it will anyway um well, Actually, let's start here. Are you um, are you going into debt to go to school? I am not going into debt to go to school, which I am so grateful for. Okay, wonderful. Um, all right. Okay, cool. So that's good. Um, here's my thing: is inter you know internships are great. I worked a lot of internships um in the in the film and media arts universe um. But if you want to be a social media analyst and like help companies run their social media, why don't you like just start a business doing? Like you can you can start doing like you don't you can, I mean you can just start doing that right now. You could start a business doing that right now. When I was in fucking college, I worked for a I was uh, twenty, and I worked for a kid who was old, just a uh, one year older than me. Um. And he had a whole fuck. He was twenty. He was like not even that much. He was, he was like pretty your age. And he was did this company um, where he was like consulting uh, uh, businesses on marketing and social media and stuff. And you know, he 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 didn't know any more than than you do. He just he just did the thing. You know, he just put himself out there. He had the courage to do that. Um, so like what I'm saying to you is if you really wanted to, you could start that business right now. Like you don't have to wait for permission for somebody to give you that. Do you know what I'm saying? I don't know. I don't know if that idea has crept into your head or if it's a helpful idea for you. No, this is good. Mm hmm. Um, cause like having a social media marketing business is again, something you could do right now. You can, um, well, first of all, you go on. Uh, are you a are you a TikTok person? Are you a big TikToker? I like not huge, but I enjoy TikTok. Okay, because you could go on TikTok right now and just start making. You know, I mean, I, I find an interesting way to do it because there's a lot of people that do this stuff, but you know, talk about uh, trends or just use your expertise to um, make videos. And then go to every dentist's office in your local 
municipality and be like, hey, you want me to be your social media manager for so you can get more teeth money? I mean, you can just do that right now. You don't have to wait for uh, you know anyone to give you permission to do that. Right. It's going to make the problems that here's what I'm going to tell you. If you take that route, which I think you should. Um, okay. Like build a brand for myself. Like build uh, yeah. a name for It's going to make the problems that we were talking about earlier about a, about a hundred thousand times uh, worse. Um, okay. And, and actually now I'm thinking about, now I'm thinking about, now I'm thinking about it, now I'm thinking about it. Now I'm thinking about it. Because it will make the problems you were just talking about a hundred thousand times worse. It might not be the best lifestyle fit for you to like run your own business, and that's okay if it's not. You might you might just as a human being be happier working for somebody else's thing. But you should know. But you should try it all. You should try both of those so that you can figure out which situation would make you happier. Right. Zemex, what do you think about what I'm saying to you? I like what you're saying. I feel like you're... I'm Because I'm also thinking about how I like the idea. Like, it's not... I want... Like, I think I'm finally starting to manage having this balanced life, like, for the first time. Sure, So yeah. I'm not opposed to throwing new things in the mix. All right, good. I'm glad to hear that. Yeah. Um, you you could be a mar- dude. You know, look, you do, sooner or later you're gonna be up there with fucking Gary V and Tony Robbins, yelling at people about how they're not making enough YouTube shorts, and those pe- those people will um, you know, they'll give you money. Yeah. There's also the worry in being a shitty journalist, but I know I'm not gonna be a shitty journalist. But I feel. What like do you mean a shitty? What do you mean a shitty journal- journalist? Like um. People who have, like, like, bad for, like, I don't know, creating maybe fake news or, like... What do you, what do you, what do you, what do you, what are you talking, where's that coming from? I don't know. Because here's another thing, if you wanted to write, like, you could start a, you know, well, I guess now there's, like, medium or, um... I'm just saying everything I just want you to know because in like the the arts stuff and I've talked to people about this on the podcast a bunch um, like if you want to be a journalist or a social media person like and and I understand the there's a lot of value in getting internships and you should because you know it's but these are all things you could just you could just do you don't have to ask somebody for permission to write something you can just go. And write it and post it on Medium or talk about it on TikTok and all of a sudden you're a journalist. There's there's motherfuckers with these YouTube channels where they like – like I watched an hour-long YouTube video about the fucking Nickelodeon Hotel the other day. Yeah. Do you know what I'm talking about? The guy who makes that? That guy, no. that guy didn't – that guy just – that guy's a journalist. He did a fucking investigative report about the Nickelodeon Hotel. He didn't go to CNN and say, hey, can I write about the Nickelodeon Hotel? Because if he did, they would have said no. So he just did the report and he made it. Now he's a journalist. He didn't ask anyone for permission, you know, and you, I just want you to know that you can do that if you want to. Right. I got to take my own path. Yes. Per se. Be. But I, but I also want you. I also we should be aware of the fact, just because you know you wanted to talk about balance, that the guy who made that uh, one-hour YouTube video about the Nickelodeon Hotel <laughs> almost certainly destroyed his life in the process. He almost certainly several times um, neglected his wife and children right. to um, you know because he he was getting emails from somebody who had found um, uh, lost decals of Tommy Pickles that was mm. useful information to him, and he missed plenty of um, important life events because of it. But he did it, and he didn't ask anyone for permission to make his Nickelodeon Hell video, even though it almost certainly destroyed his life. So just I just want you to know that, so you could do that. Yeah. You well, can take- fuck up your balance to achieve your dreams. Right. 
friend. Was this conversation helpful to you at all? Lyle, it was helpful to me. Good. I need to stop looking at you as we're talking because it's stressing me out. Um, uh, Gwen, is there anything else you want to say to the people at the computer before we go? Just have a great evening and hope everyone is feeling good and doing well. Have a good night, Gwen. Thank you. Thank you. That I was tr- I was trying to make a point when I was t- talked about he got an email about lost decals on a it felt clunky though but you guys understood the what I was trying to say sometimes I'm clunky sometimes I suck I don't know why I'm being hard on myself I hope Gwen does a thing I don't um I don't know I get heated at this I'm sure I've, I've talked about this on the fucking podcast a thousand times but I get heated when, about those kind of things because I don't want Gwen thinking that you know. She has to fucking, um, you know, uh, beg and plead some newspaper thing to be a journalist when she can just, you know, write about whatever she wants and talk about it on YouTube or Medium. Um, I went to the Nickelodeon Hotel. It was awesome. It was great. Uh, I don't have anything else to add to that, but... Go watch this guy. Go search. I think his name his name is Defunct Land. Actually, yeah. Go go look up Defunct Land. He makes great YouTube videos. Um, at the expense of um, I'm sure. I don't know. I mean, he probably goes to the gym and does laundry and stuff. I don't know. I don't know. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. At Amica Insurance, we know it's more than just a car. It's the two-door coupe that was there for your first drive. The hatchback that took you cross-country and back. And the minivan that tackles the weekly carpool. For the cars you couldn't live without, trust Amica Auto Insurance. Amica. Empathy is our best policy.